Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for the 31st Sunday in Ordinary Time, October the 30th. Our reading this morning comes by way of the first reading in this morning's Sunday readings. It's taken from the Book of Wisdom, chapter 11, verses 22 through chapter 12, verse 2. <clears throat> The Book of Wisdom, chapter 11, verse 22, through chapter 12, verse 2. In this particular passage, uh, it's one of the most uh, stunning, as well as one of the most profound passages in all of Scripture, certainly in the Hebrew Scriptures of the Old Testament. It begins by calling to mind the greatness of Almighty God, the power and the almightiness of God. It said, before the Lord, the whole universe is as a grain from a balance or a drop of morning dew come down upon the earth. In other words, all of creation all that is, the entire universe, the cosmos, everything that exists, that we have discovered or yet remains to be discovered, all that exists is insignificant compared to the greatness and the glory of Almighty God, who spoke it into existence, as we know from the opening page of Scripture, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and all therein. And the opening is a reminder of the greatness of God. And yet the next verse says, but you have mercy on all because you can do all things. The mercy of God is related to the greatness of God. God's greatness is not just in the production or the calling into existence of the universe, but at the heart of God's greatness is God's mercy. And why does he call that into mind, the writer of wisdom? Because you overlook people's sins that they may repent. You overlook people's sins that they may repent. Throughout the scriptures, we see the tremendous power of God in God's patience. God's patience with each and every one of us. For each day we fall short of the glory of God. Each day we sin. Each day in some way, sometimes large, tragically, sometimes in small, little, in what seems to be insignificant ways although there is no insignificant offense against God. Uh, why doesn't God just end all of this? Why doesn't God destroy the earth and all that's in it and all the universe and creation and start all over again because of the greatness of God's mercy? The power of patience. God's patience that we may repent. 
that we may come to our senses and each day proclaim the greatness of God by our loving obedience to God's holy will and not ours. And the writer of wisdom goes on and he says, for you love all things that are and you loathe nothing that you have made. For what you hated, you would not have fashioned. God does not bring evil into the world. God does not bring sin. It is our own misuse of freedom that has brought sin into the world. We have desired ourself, worldly things. We have succumbed to the temptations of the evil one. That's what brings sin into the world. Not Almighty God. And how could a thing remain unless you willed it or it be preserved had it not been called forth by you? God's great love is in God's providential care each and every day. The sparrow does not fall that God does not know about it. The lilies of the field, the greatness of nature itself, if God does not sustain it, if God does not preserve it, and how much more are you, each individual human being, made in the image and likeness of God, more precious to God, more preserved, more loved, more in need of mercy than the very being that bears the imprint of God. God so loved us that God made us in his image and likeness. God so loved us that he sent his son to suffer and die for us and rise from the dead that we too might have forgiveness and the hope of eternal life. But you spare all things, the writer says, because they are yours, O Lord and lover of souls, for your imperishable spirit is in all things. The very fingerprint, the very life spirit God breathed into us, a soul, an immortal soul, to be with him forever. God so loved that and loves that, O Lord and lover of souls. God's love and God's mercy is there so that we may repent and return to him for whom we are made. The greatness of love is in its patience, its preservation, its nurturing, and its wanting to be for all eternity. That's the greatness of God's love. And finally, the writer says, you rebuke offenders little by little, warn them and remind them of the sins they are committing, for they may abandon their wickedness and believe in you, O Lord. The Lord doesn't come down and strike us, but it's the little, the little setbacks, the little difficulties, the little disruptions in our life that begin to signal that we're off track, 
that we've turned away from the Lord. We're following the wrong path. If only we are attentive and listen to the indwelling Holy Spirit reminding us. You know, we talk about little sins, venial sins. There are no little sins. Little sins have a way of collecting and becoming big, sin, big sins. A little cavity unattended becomes very serious dental problems. A little pain ignored may turn into some great need for medical procedures, maybe surgery, could even lead to our death if we ignore it long enough and we don't get it properly attended. The first sign of a sniffle or a cough or sneeze may be the signaling of a cold or worse. We can ignore it and just go on as if it doesn't exist or it will go away. And yet it may linger and cause even greater damage. So let us be attentive to those little things, for they can also lead to very big and tragic things. So each day, we're called to be aware of the mercy and the greatness of God and God's patient love. For God is reminding us each day that we belong to him, that he loves us and within us is the very spirit of God. We are made in the likeness and image of God. So let us each day meditate and keep before us God's greatness and God's love for us, that we may draw closer each and every day in our journey on this earth toward our true and lasting home, which is life on high with God for all eternity. Amen.